to the strike that happened yesterday in Beirut that killed seven top Hamas leaders. Uh, those Hamas leaders were basically uh, hiding out in Beirut. They had hidden out in Syria, and then they moved to uh, Turkey, and they kept getting kicked out of places, and so they ended up in Beirut. They'd been there for years, and they were, the, at least the main, uh, the main uh, guy that was killed said that he was expecting to be martyred any time, and it looks like the Israelis have made good on that and uh, assisted him with uh, attaining his uh, 72 virgins. The, we're, we're talking about the proportional response. The reason I wanted to talk about a proportionate response is because uh, I, I noticed that I was counting up, and you know, U.S. forces in Iraq uh, have been struck more than 100 times since the start of the war in, in Israel, since October 7th. Uh, and what has the United States done in response to that? Well, precious little. They have uh, hit a couple of empty warehouses, and they've they have, um, you know, struck some, actually, uh, cells of Hashashabi. These are the uh, Shiite militias in Iraq that are funded by Iran. Uh, they've struck some of those cells because they actually caught them in the act of being about to attack U.S. forces and uh, were able to smoke them before they were able to launch their missiles. Uh, but there have been dozens of U.S. troops injured. And what has the United States done? It's done very little. That's because the Biden administration believes in a, uh, a proportionate response. Their idea of a proportionate response is uh, if they blow up something of ours, we blow up something of theirs. And then they blow up something of ours, we blow up something of theirs. And they wound a few of ours, we wound a few of theirs. Uh, that's a proportionate response. Now, a lot of you've, you've heard a lot of pundits and um, people in, you know, politicians and that sort of thing in the United States uh, excoriating Israel for not uh, sticking to a proportionate response when it comes to October 7th. And the question there is, well, what would be a proportionate response to, uh, you know, murdering babies and raping girls and taking 244 hostages? Uh, they don't have the hostages back yet, and so... I would say that any response that falls short of getting your hostages back is not proportionate. Um, they're, they're not taking hostages uh, in, in Israel. They're arresting people that are terrorists, for sure. But if, if we were talking about just a proportionate response, then I suppose uh, Israel would have done some precision strikes on Hamas leadership or Hamas headquarters, or anything like that. The problem with that is that their headquarters are all underground, their leadership is all underground, uh, far from the reach of uh, these precision strikes, except for the ones that they, are, they, they just killed for the first time in Beirut. You realize that's the first time that the IDF has struck outside of um, Israel and uh, Gaza and Syria in this conflict with the possible exception of taking down some drones and missiles in over the Red Sea that were headed for Israel. So 
it's um, it's hard to say what a proportionate response would have looked like by Israel in regards to October 7th. However, um, why is that not a good idea? Why is that not effective? Well, uh, first of all, the terrorist groups plan for that. Uh, they intend to use the rules of engagement of their enemies against their enemies. So, for example, uh, if the United States, if they know that the United States is committed to uh, sticking with a proportionate response, then they're going to uh, they're going to commit strikes on the United States and then try to make sure that anything they really don't want blown up is out of the reach of the United States by either being underground or being in a country that we won't go into and strike. It's easy for Iran, for example, to avoid having a proportionate response meted out against it. And the way that they do that is by supporting surrogates, by supporting proxies. So the reason that Iran supports the Hashishabi in Iraq, the reason they support the Qassam Brigades in Gaza, the reason they support Hezbollah and uh, you know the Houthis is because they realize that by doing that, they can strike at the United States and the United States response will probably be directed against those proxies and not against Iran itself. So uh, that's why most wars are proxy wars today. Um, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, and the, the, the reason that it's not um, effective is because it doesn't actually hurt the people who are causing these violent strikes to happen in the first place. You, you see what I'm saying? The, the people who are directing these violent acts, these terrorist acts, are inside Iran. And we're not striking Iran. Uh, Israel is not striking Iran. Uh, Iran helped to fund and possibly helped to plan October, the October 7th attacks. And they certainly have armed the Hamas fighters in Gaza to the extent. And so it's, it's Israel that is, I'm sorry, it's Iran that is responsible for all of these attacks alongside Hamas and Hezbollah and the Houthis in Yemen and things like that. So why isn't Israel or the United States striking directly inside Iran? Uh, well, they're, they're just not willing to, I mean, a real proportional response would be for Israel to you know, go hard against Iran, to go kinetic with Iran. Why haven't they done that? Iran uh, has a large military, about a half a million people. They actually have a larger active duty military than the United States does. And it's the largest military in that region. The um, Israelis now have about a half a million people under arms. And so they have... Uh, you know, beefed up their forces quite a bit since the beginning of the war. Why doesn't Israel fight directly against Iran? Well, part of the reason is that there are two countries between Israel and Iran 
uh, Iraq and Jordan. And it's going to be really hard for Israel to roll tanks across Iraq and Jordan to get to Iran. Uh, that's, that's just not going to happen, right? Uh, and it's the same for Iran. Iran's not going to roll tanks across those two countries to get to Israel either. So they could carry out airstrikes, but that would, again, be a bit of a challenge. They've done it before, uh, but they have to do it very sneakily because they have to invade the airspace of uh, Jordan and Iraq in order to get to Iran to do that.